You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Rosalind Renee. Welcome back to another episode of the show. Hello, my favorite people. Um, I am so excited to be recording today for you all this week. Um, this is a topic I have been, uh, I won't say, say really like trying to figure out how to share until I really kind of go over the hump. But this is going to be an episode that's a little bit different from my normal episodes. Y'all know I love to share about therapy and, you know, things that, you know, topics that are important to me, especially as it relates to God, topics that impact our mental health, bring us anxiety, all those kinds of things. But I really wanted to share something a little bit different today and also share a lot of new things I'm working on with my audience um, you all are being the are the first to hear about it. I'm not really posting it on Instagram, a, a very small accountability group that I'm a part of of about 20 women um, know about it. But I just wanted to share a lot of some small things I'm working on with you all, um, but also shed light on how this process even got started. And so I've been in this real huge transition, um, particularly since the quarantine started, but it's been kind of happening since the beginning of the year. And I've been trying to wrap my mind around it and really try to figure out what God was doing with me um, in the process of all of these things going on. And so I really wanted to talk today to my people who have been really frustrated um, when it comes to wanting to do things for the father and do things that are, you know, out of the scope of what you probably thought and or things that really particularly scare you. And 
the topic of this episode is how to run with your vision when it doesn't make sense. And truly, 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 I have been walking this really since I started this podcast. But if I'm going to be very honest about the time frame, probably since the beginning of this year. And so just a couple quick announcements before we get into the topic. Um, Follow me on Instagram, of course. Like I said, I always talk about my Instagram because I always talk on there. But also join my email list, y'all. I really, really do a lot of beautiful and free things for my email list all the time. I currently am doing a virtual Bible study with them while the quarantine is going on. And it's a group of about... 60 of us close to 70 of us that do that are part of the virtual bible study and we are like turned in there okay and I love 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 teaching um on the bible it's like one of my favorite things to do and so definitely join my email list so that you can be a part of that community so let's get into it so I have been in transition with a ton of different things. And I've been wrestling with God a lot lately, probably over the last month about what it is that he, I feel like he's calling me to. Um, and I think, and I know that what I feel like he's pushing me to in my eyes doesn't make sense, but to him it's crystal clear And the reason I wanted to bring this topic up today is because I had a friend post um, a devotional in this group, like my accountability group that I'm a part of. And she was talking about, you know, and I'll get into the scripture. She was talking about God when God created the earth and just truly when God created it, he made it from a blank canvas. And he literally and the Bible says that it was without form. And so I was really searching in the word that day when she posted that just for something to like comfort me because I've been feeling like God is pushing me out into an arena that I'm not really I'm gifted in, but it's not normally what I talk about. Like y'all know I talk about mental health. That was kind of like the biggest thing related to my podcast. Um, that was the biggest thing that brought me, you know, to this point, I talked about my therapy journey, all of those things and healing. And what I realized about healing and the biggest thing is that the gifts that we have are really hidden under all the junk of what we have basically grew up being, being taught And I kind of equate, I had a conversation with a friend last week on her podcast. And I really told her, I said, when I was in counseling, God really had to dismantle the mindset of what I thought about him. My mindset towards God was very religious. It was very, very um, wrapped in shame. And I didn't ever feel worthy enough to be used by him. And I felt so boggled down by that mindset and just the anxiety of feeling like I'm never going to be good enough for you that I could not see clearly the things that God wanted to do with me. And it wasn't until and I can't say that, you know, every single part of me is fully healed, but I am walking in such a wholeness of God daily that the parts of me that I feel like I'm still working on, I can I'm so readily happy to come to him and bring them to him. Whereas in the past, I was ashamed to do so because I thought, oh my God, here I am again, having to go to you about this same thing over and over. 
But I think that's the beautiful thing about God is that he's so available for us to do that on a consistent basis that it brings him joy to for us to bring things to him. And so now that I have a better, healthier perspective of him and it isn't wrapped in so much unforgiveness and so much of blaming him and so much of if something bad happens, even though it's bad happening, I'm okay with that because I understand that he still provides grace no matter what. And so I had realized that much of what I expected to do for the kingdom of God was wrapped in my own expectations. It was wrapped in what I thought was best. It was wrapped in what I had seen other people doing. And for those of you who don't know, I have a very entrepreneurial spirit. My parents were entrepreneurs. And so that's something I eventually want to do. But I would try to rush that process. I would try to do things my own way, not knowing that God wanted to do it through me his way. And so what that looked like for me was just kind of, you know, walking blindly with God throughout the past couple of years, especially since doing this podcast. This was a blind faith walk. I am naturally an open person, but to get on a microphone again and share and be so vulnerable in a way that draws at this point, thousands of people in to my story and my testimony to give God glory. I know it's only because of him. And I believe that he did that as a way to mature me to, to know that it is only by him that I'm able to do any of this. And so much of what I have discovered in a in vision is that the vision is always opening itself up to you as you get rid of your expectations. And for those of you who don't, who didn't listen to my episode last week, this um, Michael Todd series about relationship goals and the part two episode where he talks about rip up your list and he talks about your expectations and what you think is best for you and what you think is going to get you to the place you need to be. When you really let go of that and let God be the one to write the story of what you think you're supposed to do or what you're supposed to do, you find there's so much impact in his vision And so I say that to say there have been recently gifts that God has been uncovering to me that I didn't know were there because I never really took the opportunity to use them. And to be honest, I didn't even know they were there because it's common knowledge to me, but it's not common knowledge to other people. And so I'll get into all that or whatever, but I have really kind of shifted into a place of strategy. Um, and really shifted into, honestly, um, I have been enthralled. I have always loved organization. I am like an organization junkie. I love, uh, and I ain't no junkie. Let me take that back. But I have always been very, very in tune and very in love with the aspect of structure and management and time management and productivity and just seeing people accomplish goals and seeing people flourish like that is so so a part of my DNA and so I have been really helping friends on the side like manage their time better and I've kind of done this on and off with people for years but really with my accountability group, this small accountability group I'm a part of, 
most of them, when I would tell them like, hey, you should do this, 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 they would look at me like, sis, how do you know this? And I would just say, I don't know. And what I found was I really, really do well with teaching people how to structure things. And I really am big on meticulous details of everything. When I was, before I went to counseling, that used to be a struggle for me because I was always anxious. I was always very much so overwhelmed with the details, overwhelmed with how meticulous I was, overwhelmed with just everything had to be a certain way that I didn't allow God to really show me how fluid that gift can actually be used for him. And I say this to say that the gifts that you think are not worthy, when you put them under the will of the father, he will use them for his vision and use it for his glory. And so over the last couple of months, as I've been kind of like secretly helping my friends on the side, they have come back to me and said, I have never been this productive in my life. I have never seen, I have never been able to get this much done. You teaching me this skill has brought so much clarity to my life. You teaching me how to manage my time and my kids better has helped me. And I just never thought that it was a value because I just had it in my head. I was going to do things my way. And so recently God has been showing me and switching me more into a place of helping people manage the things they're carrying for the kingdom of God. That's specifically, that's specifically. And I think about the Proverbs 31 woman who was so like, she did all these things that we almost think it's impossible to do and be those women, but truly we can. There are like a lot of behavioral aspects and, you know, mental health aspects that I talk about with my clients. But more often than not, when God revealed this to me a couple of months ago, I was literally trying to wrestle him down. I was like, no, this is not clear to me. Like, this makes no sense to me, God. I don't understand. Why are you switching me from mental health to time management? Like, that makes no sense to me. Them, and then he started to reveal the behaviors as to why people procrastinate, why people avoid things, why we are fearful of stepping out and actually doing what we've been called to do. And it was so clear to me at that point that he was showing me, he's like, I'm taking you to be the one to do this. And only you, I don't say only me, because I'm pretty sure there's other people that he's blessed to do this as well. But you are the one that I'm pioneering to do this. And so it became so clear to me and I'm going to read y'all a quote that I posted on my Instagram that said you can't google what you are building that's why you're so frustrated you are looking for a template that God has called you to build and I'm going to read that again you can't google what you are building that's why you're so frustrated you are looking for a template that God has called you to build and so I say all the time, like, I believe God has put in all of us that thing, whether it is in a saturated market, whether it's not in a saturated market. I have a friend and a a sister who is a personal trainer, but her way of doing it and her way of actually getting people fit is not only holistic, but it's so so specifically picked by God and it's different from everybody else. And so I think that 
We have to recognize and I want to present some questions to you all to think about as I am talking. What have you put off? Why are you thinking about what others are going to think instead of what God thinks? Do you know, don't you know that provisions are made when you make the first step? I didn't know two months ago that offering a service of time management strategy sessions would have turned into honestly a part of my business that I can offer people, which I'm going to offer y'all at the end of the episode, offer people to help them manage their time. I've been kind of doing this and playing around with this since February and the results that people have gotten from just a month, two months with me, one-on-one are beyond words. Like I can't even begin to describe even, even one of my girlfriends who did one session with me, she was like, I have never heard this broken down this, the way you've taught it. And to be honest with you, I halfway don't be know what I'm doing. Now, I do know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing. Because honestly, I'm just flowing with Holy Spirit. And I feel like that's sometimes where God wants us to be. He doesn't want us to always know the particulars. He just wants us to walk. So I'm going to read a quick scripture from Genesis that basically says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was, was, was formless and empty. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Genesis one, one through three. But I want y'all to hear this specifically in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was covering the face of the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And so I went on this wild goose hunt, basically, because y'all know I'm a word person. I I mean, for my people who've been a part of my Bible studies, they know I'm a word person. I am very big on words and what they mean and how they how they basically just impact the way we look at something. And so basically when I was reading about this, I was so, so enthralled, like completely enthralled with the words because without form made so much sense to me. And so I looked up what um, without form meant in the Greek. And basically I can go into a whole spiel about what the Greek meanings of words mean, but I ain't got time. But basically, the Bible has words that mean um, the Bible is written in a different language when it was first written. And so many of the words in the Bible have Greek terminology and Hebrew terminology. And those meanings of those words give deeper meaning to the scripture. And so I looked up what without form meant in the Bible in the Greek. And it came and basically this is the definition I got. It meant formless confusion unreality, emptiness, formlessness, and which was empty or unreal, wasteland, wilderness, a place of chaos. And so basically what I got from that was when God literally looked at the earth, it had no form. It was a place of confusion. 
It was a place that had no reality. It was a place of emptiness. It was a place of chaos. It was a wasteland. It was a wilderness. And what he did was he brought light to something. And so I have I have four points I'm going to share with you today. But without form does not mean not possible. And I say this to say with how to run with your vision is many of us stop at the without form. We go to God and ask him for, you know, this vision and, and, and what to do for the kingdom, whether it be a job, helping somebody, whatever, but we stop there. We don't continue to press. And so we have to understand that God brings light to everything. And I say this to say that we stop it without form because it's confusing. We stop it without form because we're scared of what people are going to think. We stop it without form. We look at some guy telling us to write a book and we're like, who are you talking to, bro? Because I know you ain't talking to me. We stop it. God telling us to start something because we're scared. We look at it and literally are looking at something that has no form, has no context, has no nothing. And that's why I went to that quote, because we can't Google what God gives us. Like, and then I say that and I don't mean like Googling the specifics, like how to do a website and all that kind of stuff. But I'm talking about vision. Many times God's just going to tell you to walk. And you're not going to know what that looks like. You're not going to know what that means. You're not going to even understand. Literally, y'all, I have not understood what God was doing the past couple. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, truly be honest, like, God, this is not what I thought it was supposed to be. Like, you told me this, but now you're showing me this. But this doesn't make sense. Like everything. And I truly think that through the time period of not seeing this stuff, I was in a wilderness season. I was in a season where I'm like, I see you want to use me, but I don't fully understand. I see you want me to go here, but I still don't get it. I see you have me on this podcast, God, and I see you, you know, elevating me, but I still don't get where this is taking me. Like, I don't get where this is going. And even in him moving me into kind of this arena, I still don't get it. I still don't get why I still don't get how this is a part of the story. But what I'm getting at is that it becomes so clear to me as I move. It becomes so clear to me as I trust him. And I am really and what I also have understood is that he has not allowed me to be coached into how to do this for me, particularly God has kind of told me not that I'm not going to do business like everybody else. I'm not going to do things like everybody else. And that what he wants me to do comes from him. And I think that I have been kind of like, well, father, that doesn't make sense because the world is saying you need a coach. The world is saying you need somebody to teach you. The world is saying you need all these things, but I, I don't, I don't get it. And what he has done is he's closed those doors because my process is my process. Now I'm not saying don't hire someone if you really, really need the help, because like I'm saying, like, even for me, hire me if you struggle with time management, but, but it's from him who he chooses. 
It's from him who he brings into my life to speak over my vision because it has to be from him. It can't be tainted with anything else. And so when I say God brought light, God has given us and my second point goes into God gives us the the, gives us the creative power and authority to do the things we've been called to do for him. Much of everything that we do is God inspired. Unless we're wanting to do it for personal gain. Because if you want to do it for personal gain, baby, you're going to get real tired real quick. And you're going to get real frustrated real quick. And you're going to get real like, if, if when God shows you the vision for your life, you're going to run scared. Literally. Literally. But we have to also know that God wants us to be his hands and feet in the earth. And to run with the vision is to know you have the creative authority, sis. You have the ability to create something out of nothing. The people that I am surrounded by, it blows my mind. The people and the and the level of excellence that he has placed me around. There are people in my life that have created businesses that are multi six figure. There are people in my life that that have come with creative ideas that are just beyond what I can even describe. And literally, they are walking in the fullness of the spirit of their creative power of of God. And what I noticed is that there's a different type of level of maturity mentally you have to have. But you also have to know that you are called to this. And, 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 and let me speak to my people who are still healing. Do not. And I'm telling you this and I'm really saying this, even being on the other side, do not despise the healing process. I think we try to rush it and we try to go and run to the things that we think, y'all, I could not even launch something while I was healing. I couldn't. Until God released me, I couldn't release anything. I had tried for years to do so many different projects. I had started blogs. I had started all these different things. And none of them, I won't say worked out because of God stopping them. But I think there were a lot of things that I just didn't. I didn't have the confidence to push through the pain of pushing through making something that was under God's vision. I didn't have the confidence to know that people really don't care what I do. People aren't really checking for me and what people think. Like, honestly, people ain't checking. We, we get so nervous about sharing ourselves and sharing our testimony and sharing our story with, with the world. But honestly, people ain't checking for us. If anything, they see you as brave for sharing your testimony. They see you as brave for sharing a part of your vision. They see you as brave for doing these things. And we get so caught up on the eyes of men that we aren't focused on the things that God is concerned about. And so we don't realize what I didn't realize as an unhealed person was that I was I felt so unworthy. I felt like, God, you're going to leave me out here then hanging by myself if I do this or God, I don't have all the pieces figured out. So I just might as well not start. And it's like that wasn't what he was looking for. He was looking for my obedience. And so that goes into my next point is God's vision just God's vision is just what it is. God's vision. So when I think about Moses and how God literally called him to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go, that wasn't Moses' vision. 
that wasn't Moses, his vision, y'all. Moses was called out literally while he was working with the field or whatever. I can't remember the scripture, but he called, God called him and said, do this. Even the same thing with Noah. When God called Noah, it was after God had went through his mind and saw all the wickedness of the people. And he, God decided that he was going to literally clear the earth. And he saw favor in Noah and told Noah to do something and Noah did it. That wasn't Noah's vision. It wasn't God's vision for Adam and Eve was to be in the garden and they chose something else to disobey. And so when we don't align ourselves with God's vision, we see the repercussions of that. But when we align ourselves with God's vision, we see the blessing behind that. If Moses had not walked and did what he did the children of Israel would have never gotten out of Egypt now I do believe that God would have figured found another way because if somebody else doesn't do something or obey God makes a way just like when Adam and Eve didn't obey he made a way for Christ just like when Saul didn't do what he was supposed to do he made a way for David God will find a way but at the same time is why does God have to give somebody else the job that you were supposed to do if you just don't obey and that's the thing. We just don't, we don't align ourselves with his vision. And I say this to say as somebody who's walking exes, believe me, I have been like questioning him. Does this make sense? What does this make? Does this align with who you want me to be? Do I need to go this way? And every day I'm walking, the more and more I see in doing what he's he's pushing me to do solves the prop solves a problem that's missing in the kingdom the people of god aren't able to execute their vision because they're overwhelmed and or fearful so so it becomes a stumbling block for them to start and so what god was showing me is people are overwhelmed with the little particulars and they don't even feel like it's possible to do the things I've called them to do and still be blessed with all the things I've told them. Like they have to choose one or the other and you don't, you don't. And so again, it's really about running with your vision is literally about aligning yourself with the father, knowing you have the creative ability and power. And also knowing that without form doesn't mean it's not possible, but most importantly, and this is the thing that has saved me so many times in this transition process is accountability. And that's my last point. You need accountability to build God's vision. Jesus was the example of this. He could have walked and did his due diligence and did everything he wanted to do for the father without people. But he com he was commissioned to create um, disciples. He was commissioned to have friends. He was commissioned to talk to others. He was commissioned in his darkest hour to bring people with him to his darkest place. He was commissioned to do these things in relationship with others. God is a relational God. And y'all are going to hear in about a week or two from my sister who, um, her name's Felicia. And she literally, 
to me, has broken down and decoded what it means to not be in relationship with God, but to be in relationship with him. And God is so relational. He created heaven and earth. He created the sun and the moon. He created these two entities that work together in the earth. And and not only that, but you need relationship to even make the earth fruitful. And so all these things and knowing that God is relational, why would he not want us to have accountability? There are so many times I have told my accountability group, like, y'all, I don't know what I'm doing. And they literally come back to me like, how do you not see this? How do you not see that this is like blessing and making impact? Do you not see this, sis? Like they would tell me that like, girl, girl, come through like, and it just wouldn't make sense to me. And I would go back to the father and I would ask him questions and I would wrestle with him and I would say how I felt and I would say these things to him. And here's the thing. Even if you take a step, and you make a mistake. You have to trust God enough to know that he will course correct. That's the issue. We don't even take the step. And because we don't take the step, we don't even get to experience the provision of the testimony of God bringing us back. Y'all, there have been times, and I say this with very much so humility of why I said, um, you know, God specifically has told me, like, I can't do things like everybody else. I've invested in coaches and literally he's told me no. I remember investing like $500 into a coach and $500 is a lot of money, sis, especially with what you get. And it's very important that when you make that type of investment, you're investing and getting a lot in return. Um, and I did believe that I was going to get a lot. And immediately when I pay for it, I felt conviction. I felt so heavy and I felt like I made a bad decision. And that testimony, what happened was I immediately went, called a friend and I, um, it actually was Felicia and I just cried and I said, I don't know what I just did, but I don't feel like I made a right choice. And literally what she said to me is you put somebody else in God's place. He told you this and you went and did this out of your own thinking. And really what it came to was that I wanted to invest in someone to get me there faster. And not to say that that wasn't a good thing, but this particular situation where I made the investment, it what it was going to take me down trying to do it the way that the world says you should do something instead of the unique way God is showing me that I can do this and that and y'all I really am not trying to paint a bad picture of coaches because there are people that you do need to invest in uh, for coaching but what I also have come to understand is that it the things that he was showing me I didn't need that And so what happened was I submitted an email to get a refund. Usually people don't do that. And surprisingly, she sent me a refund back. So even in my disobedience, he still made provision for me to right my wrong. And so I I say this to say that the accountability that I needed was what I needed to build God's vision. It helped me. It, It helped me to have maturity. It helped me to be able to know what I needed to do. And, and you cannot do anything in this world without help. 
Like you cannot, you can't. And so to run with God's vision, you have to know that again, in reviewing of the points that without form does not mean not possible. It's going to look confusing. It's going to feel like a wilderness. It's going to feel like you have no clue what's going on but every day you have to press in and the only way that I was really able to press in was because of God and the people he placed around me also God gives us the creative power and authority to be able to do these things he created the earth and he gave us that same authority to be able to do so God's vision is what it is it's God's vision and then you have to have accountability And so if you are someone, and this is just an opening opening to something I'm working on that's launching in June, if you are someone that needs accountability, if you are someone that really, really needs to learn what it means to execute the vision God's given you through time management strategies, through strategies that are going to help you manage your time, but also manage and do and step out of the things that you need to be able to do it. If you are someone that is also willing to pay for an accountability community, I am going to be launching something in June 2020. I'm only taking 15 to about 25 women. I'm I'm still playing around with the number of women in cohort style. So basically how this will work, this is going to be a membership community and you will be able to pay monthly cohort style. So basically what that means is the women you come in with will be the women you will interact with on a daily basis. Part of the reason I did this was so that y'all can build community amongst each other with the same women that are going through the same thing you're going through. And the point of this is so that I can teach you all of the strategies that I'm teaching my one-on-one clients. But not only that, you will be able to have community. You will be able to have... Now, the difference with this community is that you will not get one-on-one. So it won't be individualized, but you'll have the tools and strategies to be able to do it individually for you. And you will be able to have community, which is going to help so much in being able to do the things that you're called to do. So if you're interested in that, the link will be in the description. Sign up for the waiting list because I will send that out to you all first before I officially even launch it to the public. Like I'm literally not even going to tell nobody. I'm going to tell you all first. And then you get a period of time to sign up and pay. And then I'll launch it to the general public. But again, I'm only taking about 15 to 25 women. There are about 700 people that listen to my episodes, like per episode or whatever. And so literally you want to be able to sign up for the waiting list so that you can be able to be a part of this. Secondly, if you are someone that would like to be a part of my one-on-one strategy coaching, I am going to open that up to you all. And again, I'm opening this up to my podcast. I'm really not even going to tell like my social media or whatever, um, for my time management consultations, I have two packages. One is a two month program where I will work with you one-on-one. Literally you get me one-on-one for two and a half months and we will make an entire individualized plan for you to manage your time. The women that have gone through this program already have literally said they've gotten so much out of it and have better managed their time, been more productive, all of these things. 
But if you're not someone that can commit to the two and a half months, I have a monthly one that you can use as well where you'll get me one-on-one. It's not as... Um, I don't go over as much in the uh, monthly, but I do do enough to where you can still get results. So I'm opening up my calendar for the end of May and June where you can sign up for the uh, consultation. We'll talk about what the offers are and you can either go ahead and sign up and um, get booked with me because I only probably take about four to five people for the um, for each for each offer. So I don't try to book my calendar with a bunch of clients. But if you're interested and really, really, really want to learn the skills, not just the strategies, but the skills to manage your time better, you want to sign up for a consultation. The consultation is completely free um, and you'll be able to talk to me for 30 minutes and we'll go in depth about how you can manage your time better and what I offer. Now, again, I've piloted this through different women who have seen results and I'm really really excited about this being open um, again I'm taking my time says because girl it's still new to me but I really 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 love teaching this and I love all things productivity and I love all things time management so if you need help in that area especially during this quarantine if we're going to be going back to work in the next couple of months you would have gained the skills and knowledge to know how to transition through that time. So make sure you sign up for those, the consultation. I'll explain the offers to you when we get on our call. And that's all for now. So again, y'all, I love you. And we have to run after the vision. Even when it doesn't make sense, you have to do it blindly. God is the one that will provide light to everything. Even in Revelations 21, 23, it says, And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives it light. And its lamp is the lamb. And so God is the one that gives light to everything. He has empowered us to do those things. So make sure you sign up for the waiting list and my one-on-one time management consultations. I would love to work with you one-on-one. It has been a joy to do so. And I will talk to you all next week. I love you so much. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.